Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another episode of Insightful Discussions. I'm your host, Dwayne Bryant, here to talk to you today about This is America. Well, the actual topic of this episode is Love is Blind. And it basically sparked a discussion about uh, Childish Gambino. He released a new video, a new song entitled This is America. Now, the song or the video in itself is, is, is a work of art. Uh, a lot of people have, you know, been on social media chiming in about their thoughts, what it means, the different imagery, the dancing, different poses, a lot of different things in the video. Uh, I would say the video is pretty loaded. Uh, if you haven't taken a look at it, I would suggest you go and look at it about three to four times and, you know, try to focus on different aspects of the video. Uh, I think it's kind of like when you watch movies and you watch it multiple times and you see something different. <laughs> I know I do that a lot. Uh, I watch movies I haven't, I've seen years ago and I always see something new. But definitely, like I said, if you haven't had a chance to check out that video, go and check it out. Because it really sparked up the, you know, the, the topic of the day. Love is blind. This is America. All right, so let's get into it. <laughs> so, as I scroll through social media, you know, I'm engaging different um, friends and followers. We sparked a discussion about the fact that Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, he is woke. Or he is expressing his blackness at an all-time high. I think that he's very conscious of what's going on and what affects the black community. We all can somewhat agree with that. And, you know, a lot of his shows, like Atlanta, and this recent video, just it, it shows that he's very in tune with the culture and what's going on and what affects us as a people. Now, he posted a picture, a recent picture of, I think his longtime girlfriend, fiance, I'm not sure if they're married or not, but uh, he posted a picture of them and you know, black Twitter or, you know, they let him have it. So it's this discussion surrounding, can you be woke while dating someone outside your race? Now, this is a long ongoing discussion amongst the black community or just uh, among intellects and the conscious community as a whole. It's like, how can you be so sure of your... I want to say color, bro, of your ethnic group, if you're not dating within that ethnic group. Now, speaking to this, I think it's, it's important to note that love is, is love, and who you are attracted to shouldn't be defined by, I guess, stereotypes or generalizations of how you express yourself as a black person, as a white person, a Latino, Hispanic, whatever your nationality or cultural heritage is. I think that um, it is important to show love for yourself, your culture, and what you represent. But also, I think that it's this, it's un- these are underlying factors that really people don't pay attention to when it comes to love or finding your mate. And mate selection is definitely important for success, uh, attainment, and also just um, being happy. And if we really just be honest about it, um, a lot of times 
we really have a problem within the black community when whoever, whether it's, whether it's a man or a woman, when they date outside their race. I mean, just not too long ago, you know, we had an issue with Serena. We had an issue when <laughs> other artists just, you know, when we see black women or black men with white people. And I think we have to take a deeper look at love and the, the connection between people. All those things I named before, like happiness, success, and uh, financial attainment, and just, it, it really, those are contextual pieces that factor into who you are around during the time in which you're ready to sit, settle down. I think that uh, the larger discussion is that, is it blind or is the love in itself, is it blind or is it something that, it's a direct correlation of what you see around you. So, you know, that, that, I don't know, for me, that's a large discussion. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking of why I'm talking. Uh, I started off with the notion of this love is blind and it shouldn't be contained by color. Although I do understand that, you know, the racism and discrimination has plagued the black community since, you know, the origin in America. And I think a, a lot of people, even myself sometimes, I see it affects me and how I view people who or maybe dating outside of their race or how I view, you know, what they have to say about black people or what they, um, how they feel about black people, especially, and speaking directly to, you know, the people of color who date outside their race. I think we all have been in a workplace where we see, you know, maybe a black male, black woman who treats the black employees in a negative way. And it's always this curious aspect of why or it must be self-hate. We always jump to that conclusion. Whereas, that could very well be, be the case. That could very well be the case. Maybe uh, some people can't or haven't necessarily gotten over the negative experiences that they've had in their community, within their family. And, you know, they take it out on society when they do reach certain platforms. I mean, that's simple pedagogy in my opinion. You know, when the oppressed become the oppressor. You know, it's, it's, this is all learned behavior, but also I do think that we need to take a deeper look into it and really challenge um, some stereotypes. So let me, let me get into one. Uh, if we look at, you know, Donald Glover, Charles Gambino, whoever you want to call him, I mean, I would say he's not necessarily the typical black guy that, you know, we would deem cool. Now, he has money, access, and a platform, and a creative um, mind and a creative means to express itself. That's what makes him cool. That what that is what validates him in the now. Now, if he was a high school student, no money, no platform, would he be so accepted within the black community or within this cool crowd? And we have to really be honest with ourselves to the fact that we have we, we generalize a lot of things and some of those generalizations are true more often than not when it comes to mate selection when it comes to general interest you if you ever been on a college campus you 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 more so are attracted to female from what i've been exposed to because i'm in a class with a lot of females most of the time i'm the only male so i i see a lot of my female friends and who they are attracted to or who they give their energy to opposed to who makes them more comfortable, who provides them things that they say they need and want opposed to who fulfills some type of social or image 
for something. And I think that's the clear difference. I think we get, as a culture, we often get mad at um, our figures who have made it big. Then you see them dating someone that doesn't look like them. And two points. It may be because of environment. You know, a lot of spaces don't have a lot of successful black people. I mean, we have hubs like, you know, Atlanta, D.C. These are some areas where black people are doing amazing. And I know I probably missed a couple other places, but just the ones I know. In some of these spaces where black people haven't necessarily been, you know, on the forefront or a lot of people haven't made way in, there's not, not a lot of white faces, black faces around. I mean, so you, your environment shapes, you know, who you may deem attractive, who you may spend the most time with, and ultimately who you may end up dating or marrying. So, the, I mean, I just think it's more context to it. And also, the honesty. All of what I said before about, you know, us leaning more so towards stereotypes and uh, generalizations and how they impact our decision making when it comes to dating, marriage, etc., so forth and so on. Um, that, that's true more than not. I think now with social media, we have a platform where we can respond. And when I say respond, I mean, you know, you can engage in something that doesn't necessarily affect you. It doesn't necessarily impact your life, and it does, that isn't necessarily your reality. You just have a problem with it, and you're moved in a way. And I think a lot of people who are, you know, not necessarily tearing him down, but having something negative to say about him in this moment, they're not really being logical. And they probably aren't being honest with themselves just by, you know, saying whether or not they would be attracted to him in real life. I've seen it more often than not. I've definitely seen it more often than not. And this is not just to the women. This is for the men as well. Like like I brought up Sierra. Not Sierra, but, um, oh, my God. Yeah, we can talk about Sierra, too. Even though Russell Wilson is black, uh, we can talk about a Sierra. But Serena Williams, uh, when she dated a white guy, married a white guy, had a baby by a white guy, uh, a lot of us had a problem with that. And... We look at her as one of the pillars in the black community, one of the women who has like had extreme success in the sports field, uh, transcending, becoming a mogul, inspiration to all the youth, uh, young girls especially. And to see her, you know, marrying outside of her race, it's like, oh, wow. Why couldn't she find a black guy? And then to hear her say, oh, well, she tried today. She tried. She really wanted. Uh, but but it didn't work out. And when she was ready, this is who, you know, she found love with. Now, that's not to say that, you know, all black women or all black people, when they get successful, they should date outside the race. This is a true depiction of her life. She wanted to have that, but in the time where she was ready to fall in love and have kids and settle down, get married, that just wasn't her reality. So at what point do we really accept truth over this notion of self-hate or lack of value within the black community. And I think men, we, we get uh, sort of a, a worse rep uh, just being in this area, uh, trying to be in, get this PhD. I've seen a lot of black men dating outside of the race. I've seen a lot of you know, black men get criticized for that. And even me, I've definitely um, have engaged in a lot of discussions surrounding uh, reasons why I understand 
why men who obtain PhDs and who uh, are become academics date outside their race is not because it's self-hate. I, I, it's environment. I'm in a program with, like I said, all black women, all intellectual black women, all PhD, master level black women, all educated black women who are just as smart as everybody else. And when you think you know everything and another person thinks they know everything and y'all engage in a conversation, it's instant conflict. It's, it's always a battle of big you, little me, or I'm proving you wrong. And it's a lack of balance. And this is me generally speaking. And I, I know I made a statement about generalizations, but from my experience, this is what I've, I've seen to be true. And, you know, for me, I, that's not done. That's never really been a problem for me. I mean, using myself as an example of someone who's in a different space or a space where it's only one percent of the population who has a, have attained a Ph.D. And I'm just so fortunate to be in a program where I, I, it is all black women. But when I leave my program and go into the schools and go into these different places, it's, it's not like that. The demographics are definitely shifted. So I definitely understand. I understand the balance and the duality of just being you and trying to assimilate to a culture that doesn't necessarily reflect your cultural norms. And I get it. And it's, it's, uh, it's this double consciousness theory, too. It's, it's, it's a lot that plays into it. And I don't think it's, it, we as a culture are, are fair. Although I do understand why we're upset. I understand the emotion that comes behind it. But it's a sense of logic that we must um, attach to these conversations. Because if we don't, then we start to push out and reject pillars in our community that, could re- that are really pushing our culture forward and that can really, you know, help the culture as a whole, you know, redefine itself and have a sense of, of, of belongingness to spaces where, that have not traditionally been black. You know? I feel like our community is, so, is we so easily push people out that don't align with cultural norms, but also stereotypes and generalizations. I mean, me, myself, when you set a standard for yourself and then you make it happen. Me, in my dating, I've never dated outside my race. I've, I've never had any intentions to, and quite frankly, I never had to. I mean, not, not saying that in a bragging way, but I just never had to. So that's a problem or I, not even a problem. That's something that I haven't had to deal with as far as being stigmatized about it or just viewed in a negative way, you know, but I don't know. I I just think we should just, you know, do some, look at the bigger picture and have a larger discussion opposed to just having immediate reactions to what we see and what we think and what we strive to be true. Cause our true, true to me is subjective and what's right is subjective depending on what side you're on. That, wow, that kind of sounded like Kanye. <laughs> oh, free thought, free thought. Yeah, I guess that is a free thought thing. But I do believe that you, we love who we love. Man. We can't help that. And you're, it's a lot of contextual pieces that impact that. Um, some people are a little bit more intentional about, you know, dating within their race. And that works for some people. And some people, it, it just doesn't. And we got to actually accept people for their truth and, you know, not judge them in a negative way for their truth, for living their truth. 
Because there's some people out there that's not going to agree with how you you may live or how I may live. So it's about balance, man, and love. Like that, the whole notion of love is blind. Um, love is love. It has no color. It really doesn't. But I, and again, I do understand the cultural pieces to this and how deeply rooted hate, um, discrimination, racism, all that stuff is rooted in, you know, just the interracial aspect or dating outside of your race or your white ice is colder. I do get it, but I do think you should love who you love. You should be with whoever you're comfortable to be with. Be with whoever makes you feel uh, complete, whole, validated as a person, man or woman. So, yeah. But that's what I'm going to leave you. I just wanted to touch on that, man. This is America. Like I said, if you haven't seen the video, go check it out. It's good, man. Like I said, watch it three or four times and, you know, Pick out the different aspects of it, the, the different, um, I guess, the imagery that he dropped in there and uh, just the cinematography of the whole video is just pretty dope. So go check it out. Continue to like, comment, and share. You know, I, we, we really appreciate, you know, the increased activity on the podcast, man. Y'all keep listening. Keep uh, engaging me on my Facebook page, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and just, you know, keep supporting. I appreciate y'all. Until next time, peace and blessings.